I'm Paige Chan sitting in for uh, Jeff MacArthur as he takes a bit of an extended weekend. Um, really glad to have you here. Thanks to everyone listening in London, Hamilton, and Toronto. We've got a great show uh, for you today. Starting off, I know that we, I mean, it's just, I think, a fact of life now. We're, we're constantly reminded about how important it is to shop local, support local producers, farmers, small businesses, especially with the changes in recent years where we understand now what supply chain issues actually are. That was something that I don't think was in my vocabulary uh, even two years ago. But now when someone says, you know, supply chain, it's like you shrug and you go, oh, right. And then when someone says, well, the cost of importing things and bringing them in, you're like, right, yeah, you shrug again and you understand what they mean by, you know, inflation and gas prices and things uh, going up. And that has affected everything we purchase. Um, but you notice it especially with your groceries and your food. So if shopping local and supporting local farmers and business is one solution to the supply chain issues and the growing cost of importing goods, uh, why are Ontario farmers fighting so hard to keep their property? And why should you care? I've got Peggy Breckfeld on the line. She's the president of the Ontario Federation of Agriculture. Peggy, I'm so glad you could join us this afternoon. Great to be here, Peggy. So, Peggy, let's um, start off by talking about the OFA, the Ontario Federation of Agriculture. Uh, you obviously, you support and represent farm families within the province. That's right, about 38,000, and they go everywhere from uh, northern Ontario all the way to Kenora to uh, the Quebec border and back down south all the way to Chatham-Kent. Now, what do you do as a federation? Our goal is to advocate for the needs of farmers, important issues that uh, affect all farmers or all, the majority of them, things such as the importance of protecting and preserving farmland, uh, ensuring that the conversation on the environment includes agriculture, and uh, key things like how important uh, farm labor is and that we have many, many jobs and places for, for people to look for jobs. So let's talk about homegrown because I received a press release. It was actually um, about cherries, which are amazing right now in Ontario. <laughs> I got to tell you, the, the press release is about cherries. And yesterday I, I live downtown Toronto. There's lots of very tiny little farmers markets within the downtown area, especially now as um, more people are returning to the office. So it's nice to see that there's a way for people to um, sell their goods and also that they're, the people are back and they're, they're supporting these small businesses. And I actually bought some local well, strawberries, uh, blackberries and cherries. And Wonderful. like this is the season. <laughs> like we are in the best fruit and produce yes. season right now. Um, but within this, you know, email press release that I got, as I scrolled further, I saw um, something about homegrown. And I thought, well, OK, this is great. Like, you know, we know we should be supporting local farmers, but there are issues that I wasn't really aware of. So what is homegrown and what is it that you're trying to do? Homegrown is a campaign to bring awareness to the fact that we are right now losing between approximately 319 acres a day, which is several uh, several city blocks and a whole lot of carrots or potatoes or those cherries that you love um, every day to uh, development of various kinds. That could be housing, that could be uh, industry, that could be infrastructure. But we know that this is not sustainable and it does. It, it worries us to see how how much farmland we are losing so quickly in this province. 
Okay, 319 acres of farmland yeah. a day. That's an that's an astonishing number. Um, now, how does this happen? Because I, I and I don't really know a lot. I just thought that if you owned a farm, that was your your property. So as long as you kept it, you could keep farming on it. So how is it that um, Ontario farmers are losing so much land every day? Well, those who who are not going to farm it have purchased it and decided to put it into other uses. Um, like I said, that could be housing and sprawl, etc. But the, the thing is, there's only 5% of our entire Ontario land base is arable or farmable. And that's actually not a huge percentage. With anything that we have limited resources of, we should have an effort to protect it and preserve it. Because really, every time we lose acres, that is the wheat that is in your bagel on your uh on your breakfast plate, or it is um, pasture that is the place where um, your beef is grown. And, and the critical nature that we want to connect people with the idea that that land and that part of Ontario is actually what, what the food you buy in the store and that you taste so lovely and describe so well uh, is. So what, I mean, what should we do? Like, as, what should listeners do? What should I do as someone who enjoys shopping at farmer's markets, who enjoys having these little conversations, you know, with people who have made or grown my food? So there's a couple of things. One thing is if, if you're into um, politics and into uh, really governance issues, um, encourage your municipal, provincial and federal leaders to look at uh, different ideas for land use, um, ensuring that we look at really wise long-term land use planning, uh, building in and up, looking at renewing and reviewing our downtown cores, which are so critical, and ensuring that we have livable communities um, actually protects the farmland outside of your city. And um, every city or most cities are built around farmland. And so we certainly have to ensure we do wise land use planning, whatever we're doing. Second thing is um, ensuring that farms are viable. And so your purchases of cherries and strawberries and all the great things that are fresh year round um, from Ontario makes a difference and ensures the economy of our uh, really great agriculture community. The, the last thing I'll say is that um, you can sign on to our petition at homegrown.ofa.on.ca and uh, be one of the people that says this actually matters to me. Now, I just have a quick minute, but I want to know, uh, because you represent and you deal with so many farmers, what's been the biggest challenge yeah. for them this past year? <laughs> uh, there's oh, many, certain- but let's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have all day now, Peggy. <laughs> inflation. Inflation yeah. has hit us on the farm as well. And we have not seen our food prices at the farm gate go up as quickly as the cost for fertilizer, the cost for the fuel to run our tractors in the fields, the cost for uh, farmers who buy feed for their cattle or for their livestock. And, and we, we feel the pressures this year in particular. I will also say that several parts of the province are very dry this year. And so there's always this concern about, about the weather. And if you ever want a conversation for a farmer, ask him how the weather is. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Peggy, I really appreciate you enlightening us because I just wasn't 
I just wasn't aware of the issues um, in terms of how much land we were losing and what you're doing with Homegrown. So I appreciate uh, your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. That's Peggy Breckveld with the Ontario Federation of Agriculture. And I will say this, if you are someone who likes to visit farmers markets or if you do happen you know, upon one, um, don't don't try to negotiate with them. They've worked so hard to grow this food and bring it to you that it's so disheartening for them to be nickel and dimed and uh, and have someone try to, you know, insinuate that. It's not worth it. It, it absolutely is. Uh, there is great value there. So hopefully you can get out there and support and buy some great Ontario produce. I'm Pei Chen and you're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.